Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I got some new information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. On My Talk. My Talk. Tell me something good. Regina King gave one of the most passionate speeches of the night at the 76th annual Golden Globe Awards. While accepting her first ever Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress for her performance in If Beale Street Could Talk, she spoke about gender parody and said the reason why, uh, you know, we do this is because our microphones are big. We're speaking for everyone. Uh, She also continued to say that in the next two years, she's making a vow that it's going to be tough, but she's going to make sure that everything she produces, that it's 50% women. Cool. Yeah. I did laugh a little bit during her speech because it felt like she was just talking to her girlfriend yeah. and she kind of trailed off and she was like, oh, 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 wait a second. And like, she forgot the biggest thing that she was going to say. And then she, she, you know, morphed into that, but that was pretty cute. Yes. I felt the same way whenever, um, the Bohemian Rhapsody win happened, Rami Malek was, you know, we were waiting for him to thank Queen and Freddie Mercury finally did that at the end. And it was like, oh, thank God. Cool. She didn't forget that. Yes. Okay, um, moments after dropping an expletive during her Golden Globes acceptance speech, Escape from Dane Mora star Patricia Arquette apologized during an interview with reporters backstage. And she was just very, very apologetic. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I know. And she said she didn't plan it. It was an unplanned F-bomb. Oh, thank goodness. Can you imagine if she wrote that in her notes? I mean, no. But here's my problem. I do think that, like, I don't know. There's just, maybe it's because we're in radio. Yes. But to me, there's absolutely no way that could ever, an unplanned F-bomb. No. No, It just... There were, a, there were a lot of beeping last night. Yeah. I was wondering what she said, and then you, then you Google that to look it up, and right. oh my goodness. So yeah, a lot of Googling happening. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Jeff Bridges channeled the dude during his acceptance speech for, uh, at the Golden Globes last night, uh, calling for love and a healthy planet. And the director of the Green Book shared a message of hope, and Glenn Close got a standing ovation for inspiring women to follow their dreams. That was a lovely speech. That was really sweet. Loved yes. that one, yes. Okay, uh, on tonight we have the 23rd season premiere of The Bachelor. 23rd season. Whoa! Uh, it's oh, Colton Underwood. Colton. Yep, The Virgin. Um, and he is your new Bachelor that will happen tonight on ABC. Uh, we also have the premiere of America's Got Talent, The Champions on NBC. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. That was a good update, Don. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. And now... Hey, Dr. Craig from Mound here, and I am the announcer for the week. Doctor? Doctor. Doctor? Doctor. Doctor? Doctor. 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 My beautiful wife, Dr. Jackie, supports Alive and Kickin'. Thanks a lot, Jackie. And a big shout-out to my friend Sue, who loves my talk. Hey, Sue. Now it's time for the Jason and Alexis Show on My Talk 107.1. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1. The 7 at 7 will return tomorrow. 
I'm having a bad morning with my cough, so it's hard to... Getting full sentences out. I don't know what. I mean, sometimes the mornings are just rough. It just tickles. There's some little uh, trolls in there just running. That's right. That's right, Lex. Yep. How did yeah. Dr. Craig... Dr. Craig is awesome. Did you hear that? Yeah. No, he was great. Oh, do you, he's, a vet, he's, a met in, he's a vet in Mound. And oh. his, his wife, Jackie, is also a vet. Two vet... Lo- and they're lovers. How sweet. <laughs> lovers. She said lovers, Don. Uh, you know what? I'm not really great that. with that phrase. Lovers. <laughs> lovers. They feel uncomfortable. Okay, yeah. they're married. They're married veterinarians. How cute is that? Yeah, it's They take cute. care of the animals that are so loyal and true. They're lovers, Don, oh. and lovers lame. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that word does kind of creep me out, too. It just makes me think of, you know, I just think of them doing lover things. Lover. <laughs> it just makes me a little uncomfortable. They're lovers. Ma- imagination. Naked on lovers oh, lame. Oh, naked. Oh. oh, can you imagine they come home like, how many okay. animals did we help today? That's so hot, honey. Ooh. How I'm sure that's the I exact say? conversation Ooh. that they they have with each other. Yeah. We're awesome. And so yeah. is the number like whoever wins has helped more animals or Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. Maybe it's a well, competition. Who knows? Well, speaking of hot. animals, it is our um it is our Golden Globes extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, here's the deal. We're going to be talking about the Globes all morning long. The only time we will not be talking about it is coming up next uh, with the uh, Animal Kingdom. Because, uh, you know, B. Arthur, she takes this stuff very seriously. Before she went to Disney World, I think she's back now. I think today she's back. But um, she fired off an email. And she was like, you will talk about nothing other than the Golden Globes. Um on Monday, so or we get in trouble, we get to smacked or something. Um, only the us. She doesn't smack the other show. She just she just hits us with twigs. The other shows get off easier. Mm. But um, so we are going to talk about the Golden Globes. We have you covered, but we're only going to take a small animal respite coming up. Next. Oh, there's your whale, Lex. There we go. Yeah. I want to play, you know, I didn't get a chance to do the 7 at 7, but I, 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 I want to play this for you because, Lex, I, I think you'll like this. I always try to make you laugh. And I just saw this in the eye-opener on CBS this morning. So, I, you guys, if you're sports fans, you know that the Bears had a crushing loss against the Eagles um, when the kicker missed what could have been a game-winning kick, yes, a field goal, and he missed it. Mm. So... Um, CBS this morning found a Spanish broadcaster, Uh-oh. an announcer, okay. and it is hysterical. <laughs> um, this is this is uh, I believe Telemundo or a uh, one of the Spanish speaking stations in in Chicago. At the moment, the Bears kicker misses what could have been the game winning field goal, and I hope I'm using all those terms correctly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen to this. Oh, Oh, Papa! Oh, Papa! It's true. Angel gets very passionate. 
Oh, gosh, I love that so much. If I could speak clearly, I would be laughing my butt off. <laughs> no, senor! Great. No, no! No! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Los hijos se van con la victoria! Ay, papa! Oh. It just seems like the biggest moment of his life. That's what. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, poor kicker. I, oh, my gosh. You know me. I, I'm not a football fan. I don't know a lot about it. I, I can watch it with um, a shallow base of knowledge and understand what's going on. I, for whatever reason, I always have mountains of compassion for kickers. Oh, Yes. You know what I mean? Because talk about pressure. I mean, there's pressure throughout the game. There's pressure for the quarterback. There's a pressure for stormtroopers or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the other. Oh boy, maybe they need to wear all that gear so that they won't get head injuries or something. Oh. But there's pressure on every position out there. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I all oh, because the kicker. Oh my goodness! Have it's many moments. It's down to them. It's up to them to win the game a lot of times, oh. and it yes. turns things around. And that I don't know if I could have that pressure. No, I could never be a kicker mm. for a variety of reasons. <laughs> well, your big toe, you know. Yeah, you have good stabilization, Jace. I do because I, I do have a mammoth big toe. I would be a size twelve if I didn't have my big toe. I wear a size thirteen. A 14 in Nike sneakers, but, um, Jeez. Whoa. seriously, Whoa. but, uh, yeah, maybe I would be a good kicker, but, oh, I just, I couldn't do it. The pressure would kill me and that poor guy and the mascot, the, the bears mascot fell sideways on the ground and he never got up. Oh. Yeah. I just, oh, I could never do that. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, now I'm getting it. Okay. Now, see, the sports fans are coming after me. Is it Phil about the kickers? Yeah, Carrie, my girl Carrie writes, Now, Jason, they make millions of dollars to kick, and they have one job. Yeah. Uh, true. Absolutely. They make an inordinate amount of money. I'm just saying, I don't care how much money you make, that disappointment is universal. I don't care. Your paycheck doesn't make it any better when you go home. And, and everybody on you. Twitter, <laughs> yeah, wants you to be shaved uh-huh. yeah. and feathered in the town square. Yeah, you know, that's North what I'm. Korea. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't know why. I have kind of a soft spot with kickers because, to me, other than the well, I guess everyone does. I mean, what uh, the coach who was fired yesterday? The Timberwolves oh coach gosh, was fired. Coach Tibbs, right after they beat the Lakers by like more than like twenty points. Oh boy, or almost twenty or whatever it was. Anyway, they killed him. And yeah. then, yeah, Oof. it must, you know, I talk about, but I was, was thinking, the right you know, decision. I was talking about this. I, I was saying, and it's not, a, you know, don't nobody, this isn't a whiny thing nobody, we are very blessed to have these jobs. You'll see where I'm going with this. I often talk about the fact that, and it's the truth that these jobs, um, any type of um, show, any, and when you're putting yourself out there. These jobs are now more difficult in this age of social media because now everyone has a direct um, vehicle to attack you. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine I never thought about this, but I would imagine I think athletes would probably say the same thing that now, you know, they would occasionally hear about it at the sports bar or, you know, in the editorial of their local newspaper. But now sports fans. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I sometimes read the reactions or who was who was it Lex it was someone that we knew 
It was the wife. Oh, it wasn't. Um, oh, uh, it was a wife of a Twins player that we. Uh, uh, um, is anyway, Alicia Perkins, Glenn Perkins. Yeah, wife? somebody. I th- somebody w- really defended their husband and said, and maybe it was a Vikings player that was just like, look, you know, death threats, oh, and you yes. know what I mean, and all this crazy. I mean, sports fans get nuts mm-hmm. on social media when their player on their team makes a mistake, and I'm just like, oh. No, no, no. I could not do that. Mm. I could not. I would wither under that kind of pressure in the, in this age of social media because, you know, Bob 2242, you know, on his <laughs> right. phone in his basement, you know, can call you an asshat or whatever. And that is again, something you have to consider when you're, you know, choosing to be in the spotlight like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's anyway, hard to ignore it, but. It's coming up on 714 when we come back. We're not going to we're not going to ignore animals even on Golden Globes Monday. Yeah. It's Animal Kingdom when we return. Look, Simba. Everything the light touches is Alexis's kingdom. Wow. Live, live, live at the Animal News Desk. My talk's Alexis Thompson. That's right. Welcome back. It is the best animal segment in the history of animal segments. It is Alexis's Animal <laughs> oh, Kingdom. Oh, listen to that little dolphin. Oh, my goodness, Jace. Today we need dogs, squirrels, we need toads, we need oh, pythons. Oh, oh okay. Okay. There's a dog all animals. Yeah. Oh. There we go. Let's start with the dog. Okay. <laughs> so this happened over New Year's, and I just thought this was super fun. Uh, can you guys just imagine that you wake up on New Year's Day, 5.15 a.m., okay. you go into your kitchen, and uh, you look on your dog's bed, and not only do you see your giant mastiff that's 150 pounds, but you also see a strange man. Oh, what? My, oh, no. Spooning your dog. No! <laughs> what? On his bed. Benton is the dog. This happened in Wakisha, Wisconsin, which is uh, near Milwaukee. <laughs> and uh, homeowner, she woke up New Year's Day and she found this strange man who drunkenly wandered into her house in the middle of the night, passed out on the dog bed with her dog. And the dog just what? said, whatever, whoever's here, I'll just snuggle with you. Those gentle giants, man, they're, they're really intimidating. But when it boils down to it, they're like, you want to snuggle? Sure. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> we don't know any dogs like that, do we, Jason? No, I have, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> we'll snuggle up with any strange. Anything. <laughs> You're a stranger. Come on in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so she grabbed a knife right away. She said she was very scared. Called the police right away. The police came and said this mysterious man had no ill intentions. Oh. He was just heavily intoxicated. Turns out it's a neighbor. Oh, no. Walked what? into the wrong house. Oh, gosh. Laid down with the dog. Maybe he needs to. Seriously? Go Seriously. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe you should start going to the, your neighborhood um, 
<laughs> meetings. <laughs> meetings more. <laughs> to I identify guess, your neighbors. Yeah, just go, oh, yeah, you are a neighbor, but you never know. You know, sometimes with people moving in and out and, uh, oh. yeah. That that's scary, right? He's um, lucky yeah. he didn't get uh, beat up or stabbed or oh shot. Yes, tased. I mean, he. Machete'd. I would freak out. Well, I would just run out of the house. I would too. I would, and I would have called the police. I wouldn't have stayed there. Oh. Yeah. Oof. No. Yeah. Whew. We have uh, thanks. Thank you, New York City, for the pizza rat. Remember the pizza rat? Yeah. Pizza rat, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, now we have a new animal munching on something delicious because forget acorns. Yeah. Come munching on. on something delicious. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. We have a round squirrel. Okay. Munching what? on an egg roll. So now we have. Yes, I've seen this. Egg roll squirrel. Yes. <laughs> what? And this is so cute. This video is darling. A guy, he was, you know, waiting for the train. And he grabbed his phone, and mid-chew, he caught this squirrel eating an egg roll the size of the squirrel. Yeah. It was a giant one. And then it whipped out a package of duck sauce and drizzled it on top. It did not. Now, you stop. Okay, I added the duck sauce. It opened it up with its tiny little teeth. (laughs) And just drizzled it on top, made it an extra delicious appetizer. It is so cute, though. Oh. I mean... I'm like, how did this happen? Where did he get the egg roll? Can can I maybe I should just start feeding squirrels egg rolls just yeah. to get a good video and go viral? Egg rolls right? are delicious. Oh, I'm just yeah. gonna say. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the delight of that squirrel when <laughs> you're sitting in the you know you're just looking you're just scoured you know just like looking around like what can I eat in the trash? What can I eat? And then yeah. you score an entire egg roll that's the size of your body. <laughs> No wonder he was so, oh, he was overjoyed. It's like you with the burrito, Alexis. Oh my gosh, yes. yes. It is. You're right, you find like the magic food there. And then his little hands are holding it and just eating it. It's so cute. If you just need a pick-me-up on a Monday morning, check out the egg roll squirrel, guys. I'm telling you, it will make your day. We we uh, oh. we ordered Chinese last night. Oh, and I won't, and I Well, I won't say where, but um, we just wanted good old-fashioned not fancy Chinese food. Y'all know what I mean? Like nothing. I want no fancy. I want some good fried rice. Just greasy, good fried rice. Yeah. It's really hard to screw up fried rice. We were so disappointed. It was some, it was some bad fried rice. And I was like, how is this possible? How is this possible? It is fried rice. Anyway, we were so bummed because all we were craving the Chinese food and then it arrived and it was, it was wah wah, but oh, anyway. Sorry to hear that. Sorry. Well, thank you for letting me uh, tell you yeah. my my tales of woe, my Chinese oh, food okay? tales of woe. We're fine. Okay. We're, we we lived through. We just doused it with um, <laughs> we doused it with uh, um, uh, soy sauce. Yeah. Or oh. I'm sorry, Lex Kikoman. We uh, oh, so Kikoman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's the superior soy sauce. Okay. I'm telling yeah. you. That's Literally, Kikoman. Literally, uh, uh, Colin said that as he, he, he went to the refrigerator. He goes, it. I'm going to get the soy. I mean, the Kikoman for Alexis. <laughs> yes. Oh. I love it. Going to get the Kikoman. Um, well, Jace, this person is having a worse day than you. So you could think, you know what? It could, it could be worse. And you could be this jogger in California. She was just jogging, just doing her thing in a California park. And... Um, Two dogs attacked her while she was running. 
and she had some pepper spray with her, so she started spraying the dogs with pepper spray. What? Well, the owner sees this, of course, and accosts the jogger and sparked a physical altercation. Oh, this is dramatic. Then the owner of the dogs, you'd think that the dogs would attack and bite the jogger. No, (laughs) the owner of the dogs bit the jogger. So a human to human bite. What? And she bit hard. There was blood drawn. You can see. It looks like a dental x-ray. What? It's very oh identifiable. Oh, goodness. They were not canine bites. They were human bites. Oh, no. And now, of course, you know, there's lawsuits both ways because the, the owner of the dog said, my dogs were just fine. They were not doing anything. I was defending my dogs. That was an extreme to to black to pepper spray them. And, of course, the jogger is like, you bit me. What the heck? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh God. That's oh. more of a human human story. That there, is, I was gonna say, that's human kingdom. The dogs were involved. Now I did not want to leave you with that story. Okay. Well, let's take a let's do this. Let's take a break. Okay. Do you have one good one? I have, you have one a- really good one. Okay. Okay, I don't you- want to oversell this, but No, but go ahead. It's fine. Uh, I, I like this story a lot, and I think you will too. <laughs> we'll be back with that right after this. It is our Golden Globes extravaganza. We'll talk uh We'll wrap up the show, the winners, the losers, the show itself, the hosts, all that coming up. Mm -hmm. But right now, wrapping up. One last story, Jace. The Animal Kingdom. Yeah, can you hit me with some toads? Toads. With some toads. You got some toads? Sure, I I can hook you up with some toads. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) Did you guys see the picture of a python with 10 toads going for a ride? Oh, no. Okay, this was uh, last week. So last week, there were some heavy rains and some flooding in Australia. And it's a crazy picture. You see the small army of cane toads going on a ride on this 11-foot olive-colored python. It was slithering away at top speeds down this flooding area. Okay. And it's crazy to see. It's like Frogger. It is like Frogger, exactly. (laughs) And, And initially, you think, oh, wow, how... Wow, that is really with smart toads, right? They're taking a ride on a python yeah. to get to higher ground. Well, it looks like a conservanist, conser- conservation biologist says that not only were they doing that, they take, you know, looking for high road and to survive, basically, <laughs> yeah. but they were mounting the python in a sexual way. Uh, they have this I'm sorry what <laughs> I did not I thought you were going to say they were like planning a bachelorette party or something what oh no they have this over eagerness to hump <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not I'm not touching that I'm not and I guess this is not out of the ordinary because cane toads that is part of their behavior for survival there's even a, yeah, it's, I, they look, need to procreate. They need survive. to procreate, yeah. right? So they're just like humpity hump. Let's hey, Python, let's do this. I bet it's nice and smooth, and you know, all ten of them are doing it and watching the other one in front of them. It's like, all right, I can do this too. No, were they doing? Uh, were they humping the Python or each other? No, the Python. Okay, they gripped onto the Python. Okay. So they were in a row. Just humping away as they're for survival down this flooding area in Australia. <laughs> Bow chicky wow wow's right. Look at those toads. <laughs> they're thirsty. They're real thirsty.
thirsty. Oh. Like, oh, baby. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Time to meet. Then, of course, you know, I see this, and I'm like, wow. What else, what's going on with these cane toads? Then I watched a video. Oh, they will do it on anything. I saw it humping a mango. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I love how she, Jason, I love how she went into a deep YouTube vortex about yes. toad humping. Only Alexis. Only Alexis. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Yep. So just beware of those cane toads. Beware. They have an o- over eagerness to hump. Oh my god! And I here they are croaking. Yeah. yeah did want to mention too, um, Animal Kingdom is brought to us this year by Chris and Dahl Real Estate. So thank you very much. Oh, I'm sure yeah. he's proud of those. Yeah, I'm sure he's proud of the toad humping sure story. You want to be attached to this segment? <laughs> this might be the one and only sponsorship. Yeah. You know. Thank you very much, Chris yeah. Lindahl. Oh. Yeah. Thank you very much, Chris. That was fantastic. <laughs> Wow. I should, uh, I don't know if he's available, but I forgot to tell you, I have an Animal Kingdom story, Lex. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, actually, and it comes courtesy. Let me see if uh, Kyle can do it, because obviously I would prefer someone else talk anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, when we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's it's out in the middle of kind of, a, well, it looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. And it's real. It's really on the on the the banks of Animal Kingdom, so you know they have uh, right outside. Oh, he's calling right now. Okay. Uh, right, there's zebras and giraffes, and they're walking all over the place. Ooh. Well, the day that I was sick, I there is one day during the trip that I literally didn't leave the hotel room, and it was unfortunately while we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So Colin went downstairs to the pool. Colin, we can go ahead and put him up now. Uh. Hey, Carl. Hey, Carl. Good morning. So we're doing Animal Kingdom. Will you tell everyone the snake story? Now, before uh, before Colin starts, please know that snakes are Colin's kryptonite. Oh. I mean, like, debilitate. Right, Carl? Right. Well, I'm glad I'm calling in about this. Uh, you know, I listen on the app, so it's a little delayed. So the last I heard, I thought we were going to be talking about humping frogs. Yeah. No, no. On a python. <laughs> no, Alexis has moved on from the humping frogs, so no. Um, so, but no, tell the story. Yeah, this is the one day that Jason is deathly ill, and he doesn't leave the hotel room. So I'm down at the pool, enjoying my time, and yes, as he said, I'm deathly afraid of snakes. And I can see the staff members all kind of congregating about 15 feet away from me, looking at something and just kind of standing there. And I thought, something's going on. I wonder if there's like a bird that had like some babies and they're just going to try to protect them until they can move them. So I walk over, I can't see anything. I go back my my own business and like half hour, 45 minutes goes by and they're still standing there. No one's doing anything. And uh, so then I go to the bar again to see if I can see what's going on. Still don't see anything. And when I come back, I go to sit down in my chair, and literally right behind my chair, there's a snake that's probably like 18 inches long. Oh, my gosh. I, it's like a garter snake. It's nothing big, but I just froze. <laughs> and I didn't want to cause a panic with all the other people at the pool. <laughs> so I'm trying to get the person's attention who's on the other side of the fence looking for it. And I'm just kind of pointing and not saying anything. I'm like, it's right here. Well, then, after they got it and got it out of there, I became 
hyper aware of all of the nature around me. Yes. So there's all those like little anoli or anole lizards and stuff running everywhere. And there's birds and worms. And because we're just, you know, we're out in the middle of a Sahara, you know, safari thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to crawl on me. They're going to fall on the trees on top of me. So I had to switch chairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I bet that yeah didn't because Your this isn't like a, of the pool was just gone. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, because it's not like a normal pool area, like Hal said. I mean, we're in the. I mean, it looks like you're in like the rainforest. I mean, it's you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. That's the best and, pool. Yeah, Definitely. and it's. And you're just kind of like, oh, oh, yeah. I would be uncomfortable for the rest of the pool day, I'm telling you. I wouldn't have been able to do it. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Go back to, um, are the dogs staring at you right now as you get ready? Oh, no, no. They couldn't be bothered. They're on the bed. Okay, yeah, they're still <laughs> sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Babies. Thanks, Kyle. All right. Bye. 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 Oh, yeah, he came back. He came back. He's like, there was a snake <laughs> at the pool. I was like, oh, crap. Poor oh, Kyle. Boy. Like, not only is he, you know, kind of uh, solo that day because I was sick. Now he's freaked out. He can't even enjoy the pool because his least favorite creature on <laughs> earth is downstairs. And oh. But then, it, then everything got better because then about two hours later, he came upstairs and I had fallen asleep and he gently woke me up. He goes, Chase. Chase, I said, yeah. He goes, come outside. There's a giraffe and a zebra right outside our balcony. <sighs> and that's when I went outside and I said a hundred feet. Colin's like, Jason, learn your, learn your uh, metrics or like, your it was actually <laughs> about two yards. The, the, the animal was only about two yards from our balcony and Whoa. it was, um, there was a giraffe and we were, I was being so quiet right outside our balcony um, and a zebra. And then in the back, there was kind of a wildebeest, but it was right outside of our balcony. And it was so cool. And like I said, when I told the story the first time, the giraffe was eating, but then the kid in the balcony next to us was like, hi, giraffe. Oh, and then the, the, yeah, and scared, scared the giraffe. And then, yeah. <laughs> I was like, great. Thanks, kid. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway. I bet you didn't like have a fly swatter that you could just take your arm around the corner of the balcony and I know, swat, just it, like, swat it. Kid, don't scare the... The parents were even bummed. They're like, little Johnny, you just scared the giraffe. But anyway, uh, 741. Last night was the Golden Globes, and we have it covered. We're going to talk about the, the show as a whole. Was it a stinker? We'll talk about that when we come back. It is a special edition of our show. It's Golden Globes Monday. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk on 71, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. Uh, Jace, okay. please call us Trim Tabs, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Jace with Trim Tab Thompson and Trim Tab <laughs> D- McClain. Hey. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. You're a Trim Tab, too, just so you know, Jace. I must. I We, we switched TVs. When Jeff Bridges was giving a speech, so I must have missed the trim tab reference that he made during his (laughs) Cecil B. DeMille Mm. award speech. He went into this whole metaphor because it, it, it helps stabilize a boat and basically that you can change things if you really want to. Mm. Yeah, it was okay. very, um, it was very the dude esque. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lots of man. Okay, man. Very dudish. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Very dudish. Yeah, he had me in the beginning because he, he thanked his wife of forty five years for her love and support. I thought that was really nice. And then this whole trim tab thing, I thought, 
hmm. I'm confused, but okay. I like Jeff Bridges. So yeah, yeah it, it was it was a memorable speech, and I was googling trim tab. Well. <laughs> And we needed something because, my goodness, uh, as we begin to talk about the Globes, yes, this show was just horrendous. It, it was just a bunch of people we don't know. One, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know them. And we just still haven't watched their projects and movies. So you just felt the whole time like, oh, is everyone that I like being snubbed? I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it just. Mm-hmm. I think the lack of excitement does come from the fact that now that there are so many entertainment options. And I, before, I, before I closed my little eyes, I did kind of a deep dive think on this. And I thought, you know, tomorrow, which is now today, when the ratings come out and inevitably they're going to dip, you know, what, what's the reason? Like, what do, I mean, look, television viewing in general dips every year because people are now watching things on their phones and, you know, in clips, piecemealing it, snack size. But what's really going on? And I thought, and I was really thinking about this, and I thought, well, now there are so many entertainment options that you it's impossible to assume that, the, that a large chunk of the audience watching these award shows have even seen the entertainment that it's being honored. Yeah. I mean, I always, I call, I, when I refer to a general average viewer, I always call her Betty from Anoka. I think Betty from Anoka is sitting there watching the Golden Globes and she's like, what? Glenn Close? I know who Glenn Close is, but the wife? What is that? What's the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? And, oh, what's, this Eng- <laughs> and what's this English scandal? Hugh Grant? Mm. What's he? What, what is this? And um, the Kaminsky method? The Kaminsky method? Like, what the hell is that? Is that a massage or what is that? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of naughty. <laughs> you know, I mean, what? So I'm thinking to myself, and it's only this is not going to go away. The erosion's going to continue. And also, it used to be way more exciting to watch these shows because these were movie stars and TV stars. And now the mystery and the excitement of these people are gone because of social media. Because of the demands of all of us, we want to see every aspect of these people's lives. So they're not that exciting anymore. I mean, I, I know what Regina King had for lunch, you know? Yeah, that's true. The facade is kind of broken. Yeah, is this that used a to good be a thing, though. Is that good? I don't think so. Because it used to be fun. I mean, you, you know, it was aspirational. And even if you, I know a lot of you listening, you don't like, you know, the Hollywood elites. And I, I look, I'm not going to get into the political aspect of it, but it was fun. It was fun to watch the Globes and these award shows because it, it was fun to watch these movie stars get dressed up and 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 go on stage. It was it was it was grand, and now that's kind of gone because we know there's no mystery. We know everything about these people. But I think the biggest thing that I was left with was I, there was no excitement because I didn't see half of the things being celebrated, and yeah. I work. In a business where I talk about this stuff, and I haven't seen a lot of the things that were winning last night. Yeah, same. Imagine Betty from Anoka. 
Yeah. Dawn, what did you think of the show? Well, I thought it was pretty boring, to be honest with you. And a lot of uh, cringy moments. I just, because I didn't enjoy the hosting very much, oh. when, when they were panning to the crowd and getting the, the reactions of the celebrities, they looked like they were in pain and just like, okay, I know the camera's on me, so I'm going to mm. be like, okay. Awkwardly you know, smile. but it was like, I wonder how flat it was in the auditorium. If it was flat for them or if it's just our perception. Everybody kind of seemed to be well, It in went pain. late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's a yeah, whole bunch of stuff that could have been trimmed. Yes. I did fall asleep for a while, I will admit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had to watch it on my phone because my antenna wasn't working. So, was, Lex, generally, uh, what did yeah. you think of the show as a whole? I, f- I feel the same exact way. Yeah. It, it, was, it was long. I wish that... They just trimmed, especially the hosting. Let's just, okay, you guys yeah. are nice. We get it. Let's make some nice jokes, and then let's get on with the show. Mm. That just felt like it went on and on and on. Sandra oh, won last night, and it felt like you know she's among her peers. It's hard for her to make jokes about people. And at the same time, you know, to have that heartfelt moment that really fell flat by not giving anyone any kind of... Uh, preamble like hey just so you know i'm gonna have a moment here i see you that is very powerful powerful um to say but i think we were all kind of like is that a joke i don't know yeah there was uncomfortable laughing (laughs) yeah yeah you're you're talking about in the beginning with sandra oh yeah Yeah. very beginning yeah because they transitioned from a yuckety 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 monologue and then and you, yeah, look, you got to give Sandra Oh a pass because she's not a professional host. She's an actress. Yes. But she didn't give any sort of cue to the, to the audience that, you know what? The jokes are over. And now before we get to the show show, I'm going to say something yep. meaningful. That's all she so would have had to say. Yeah. Because yeah. people thought that they were still yucking it up. Mm-hmm. So that's why you heard that uncomfortable laughing. What she said was beautiful and, and important and pertinent and needed. But. It was kind of ruined at the very beginning because there's just no transition. But yeah, and there wasn't. There were a lot of beautiful gowns and some real hits, but there weren't really any misses, and there weren't any wow, wow, wowies. You know? Yeah. So it just felt like just bland. Whether it was fashion, whether it was the winners, it was the whole night. You know, there were some fun um, speeches toward the end because you could tell there was some drinking. <laughs> I love Christian and Bale's speech. I thought that was yeah. really entertaining. He's it's just you can you get him or you don't, you know, him thanking Satan for yeah. doing the role. <laughs> well, I, I I even though I wanted Gaga to win, I liked that Glenn Close surprised everyone in one for her role in her movie The Wife. Only because it added some electricity to a boring show. And her speech ended up to be beautiful. It was heartfelt, Um, yes. But I wanted, I mean, look, I wanted Gaga to win. And we'll go on more about this later. You know, when we talk about winners, I couldn't believe Bohemian Rhapsody won for Best Picture. Which I... I, I I can't even. I well, I added I that lo- to my list of things that I want to see. Actually, that's the funny thing. The list got bigger. It's like, oh, F- Killing Eve. My brother loves that show. I'm like, haven't watched that yet. Kaminsky Method started adding things. <laughs> Go a- get a massage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was an uncomfortable moment in the beginning when they referred to the Kaminsky Method because they were handing out like Pepsi AC. Remember, yes. and then they pan to them, and they're like, "Well, the, that table will need it," basically because they're old and they yeah. do not like it. No, <laughs> it was like, "Oh, I don't know. That's not even really a risk." Yeah, or it's yeah. An Asian, it was an Asian joke. Mm. 
I didn't I didn't like Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh hosting. Sorry. I like yeah. them individually, but hosting The show didn't I, need a host. No. The Golden Globes don't need a host. Just uh, just come out of the open and go to the presenters and keep it moving. It used to be that way. that way. Yes, cuz yeah. the speeches, everything will be better. Yep. Uh it is 7:55. When we come back, more from the Golden Globes. We will talk about the winners and losers. Uh, a lot of surprises uh, and one big snub. We'll talk about all that when we come back. Stay with us. Beautiful day. Oh, baby, any day that you're gone away. It's a beautiful day.